welcome to another episode of The Empty Parlor. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Matt Lamb. And I am just Jeff Lynch, no Mr. Required. <laughs> I don't fuck <laughs> with that. Jeff Lynch is my father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Lynch is my dad. Hell yeah. I want to start telling people, like, just especially if my dad is around, be like, oh, I'm Matt Lamb. Matthew Lamb is my father. And my fucking dad will be like, no, I'm not. And he'll be like, no, I'm fucking not, bro. <laughs> not my fucking name, dude. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking earlier? Because uh, for preparation of this episode, because we're going to talk about spooky, spooky orders and curses and all that shit. I was thinking uh, it'd be the weirdest shit ever, but I don't think anybody would really confront you about it. But like if you bump into somebody on the street or whatever, you just walk back to him and be like, I just put a fucking curse on you and then just walk away. <laughs> people believe in weird shit like that. You can just be like, I just cursed you for 15 years. Some people believe and be like, be like, fuck, dude, I fell down and broke my hand. I It's because I got cursed, man. <laughs> That guy fucking Dude, cursed me. I'm wondering, like, if that is just how, like, some OG, like, paranoia, like, like, what, like, back in the old times before people could, like, you know, understand how the world works, and somebody's like, I hope you get hit by a fucking, like, or, like, or, I, or, I hope a fucking deer tramples you or some shit. Like, and you get trampled like, you know, by a an, fucking an, deer. Yeah. <laughs> and then people were like, Witch! Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like something very common that happens. It's like a, a pack of coyotes is like coming through the town, and they're like, "I hope you get killed by one of those coyotes." And then they do, and then you're like, "You're a you're a witch, spellcasting motherfucker." It's like, dude, he could have just said something that was very likely to happen. That idiot's out walking around the streets, drunk as fuck in the middle of the night. Coyotes are in town. What'd you think was gonna happen? <laughs> coyotes are in town. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! The coyotes are in town. Goddamn coyotes showed up again. Fuck. Bill's off walking through the fucking woods, drunk as fuck, stumbling around. He's dead for sure, dude. What do you expect? Fucking like, oh no, dude, dead. he got a spell cast on him by Matt. <laughs> well, that it just makes me laugh because it's like these fucking people would be like, oh, there's an old family curse saying that something's gonna happen like to one of our and like these people would just and like their their whole shit would be downtrodden because they're so focused on like not having that curse come true. It's kind of like. It's kind of what how back you're in like Greek myths and shit, like the prophecy always comes true because of the person that, like because they tried to avoid it is actually what ends up causing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I have a pretty fucked up story about somebody that was told uh, that they were gonna die by a palm reader or like a tarot card person, which is this also is gonna fold back into what we're gonna talk about in the greater scheme of things uh, if we ever actually get to it. But, um, so. I was in the old Air Force, and this guy I knew, <laughs> this guy I knew, uh, he was like 23 at the time, and apparently before he joined the military, when he was like 17, 18 or something, this lady was like, yep, so what's going to happen is you're going to die, and you're going to die of a sucking chest wound or something. Like, that's how he told me. Like, a sucking Oof. chest wound is, you know, you get hit by, you get like pretty much impaled, and then you have a hole in your chest, and then your lungs are fucking going nuts. Um so he was told essentially he's going to die somehow from a lung injury. And in basic training, we learn about like those kind of wounds and it's all confirmation bias. He was like chasing this down because he was told you're going to die. And they gave him like a year, like when he's 24. So we were at this party and uh, like, this is like the first time I met this guy too. And he's, he's pretty much like, yo, what's up, bro? I'm going to go get deployed and I'm going to die of a sucking chest wound. It's like, what the fuck kind of party did I end up at? Right. <laughs> but uh yeah he went on to tell us that whole story about this lady and uh he went to he went and got deployed and apparently people that were there with him were saying that he took like every opportunity to go outside uh like was trying to ask people to patrol granted this guy was a, fu a sensor operator for cameras so he had no reason to have a gun ever 
and go outside the wire, but he was like trying to. And it's like, bro, if you're chasing that down, what do you expect is going to happen? Like, like, you want your parents to just not have a son anymore because you're chasing down this bullshit myth that this lady told you in a fucking dark alleyway? Yeah, like, all right, well, this is how I'm going to die. I better figure out how, it, like, I better figure out a way to make this prediction happen. Right, it's like she was, like, drew, like, a like a line graph of, like, his life and be like, yeah, squiggle it onto you, and then this line over here is if you would die of a sucking chest wound. And he's, like, trying to, like, urge that line to intersect somehow. It's like, why the fuck would you do that? You're fucking nuts, man. People do that shit. People, like, literally walk towards what they think is their destiny, which sometimes is dying. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) It's so fucking nuts. Like, it just just blows my mind that people, like, buy into that shit. Like, I would just be like, well, now I'm going to live the rest of my life, like, trying to avoid that, sure. But, like, being like, oh, well, I better figure out a way to make this fucking idiot that I talked to for half an hour's dumb prediction come true. Yeah, I like I might be like, oh hey, this person said I'm gonna die of a fucking sucking chest wound. Maybe, maybe I'll just avoid being around people for like a while that day. <laughs> that day, yeah, my yeah, because it was like his 24th birthday is when he was supposed to die, and he was be, he was yeah. deployed. Just so happened he was deployed during that time, but realistically, he put in every bid to go get deployed as soon as possible. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I I would just, you know, I'd hear that shit and it'd go in my ear and then out the other as a fucking joke. Like <laughs> I don't I don't fuck with that shit. Hey, you're going to die. Yeah, I know, but I don't yeah, tell me eventually I, I, eventually <laughs> we all do. Yep. And I mean, if I could live forever, I probably don't want to. Cuz you get into that weird like vampire paradox thing where it's where it's like you live enough time that due to relativity, you you remember full lifetimes as moments. And like, what the fuck would you want that? It's like you have 18 wives, you fall in love. I don't know, man. What the fuck is that? Or you have husbands. Who gives a fuck? But living that that long would just like mean that it would just kind of render life meaningless almost. Even though like it already is kind of, but it's it may it makes sense to make it meaningful. But like, I mean, isn't the shortness of life the reason why you want to live it? Because if you live forever, then what would be the fucking point of getting off your couch? That's the fucking you know. That's what I don't get about these fucking like destructionists when they hear like, or so I had I had a thing on uh, Facebook the other night. I was fucking hammered, <laughs> and uh, I I don't know if you ever heard of the page uh, Global Secular Humanists or some shit. No, it doesn't sound good. It was basically just like it, it was this fucking atheist group that I joined back when I was you know a fucking edgy atheist rather than just like a guy who didn't really believe in God. Isn't secular? <laughs> and, isn't hold on? Isn't secular atheism like a fucking? Isn't it counterintuitive? How are you? Well, you're in a group of atheists. A, isn't the whole point of an atheism to not be part of that a group? Yeah, it, it, it that's like it didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> now it, it's now it's global secular conversations. It used to be like some other bullshit, but. Uh, I think that the fucking one of the mods was having like a downer night and was like, what's the point of being alive if there's no objective purpose? And I was like, we live even if there is an objective purpose, because whether or not there is, we're fucking alive. We didn't choose to be alive, so we should choose to be kind. That's really the only, in my opinion, objective truth that should exist. 
Right. And it's like, just because most, mo- most of everything is nothing doesn't buy, like you should value your something. Boom. Motherfucker. Exactly. Put that on a goddamn shirt. <laughs> Boom. But yeah. Like I posted that and it got almost as many fucking likes and reacts as the like original post itself. And people were like, that was really wise, man. And I'm like, I fucking know. Cause I was hammered. Just like, You're goddamn yeah, right. of course I know that. Like I'm fucking wise as shit. I fucking think about zero all the time, boy. And I like, come to my podcast, get fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I still just love fucking Kate's reaction. <laughs> what's that? What when you were like, oh, when you're like, what's beyond you know the infinity or whatever the fuck? And she was like, I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, no, I don't, no, I don't want to think. No, no. <laughs> just, just totally over it. Like, nope, not bothering with it. Fuck that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I forget that. Best she did fucking that. reaction. <laughs> she was just like, nope, not dealing with fucking your nonsense right now. Nope, not uh, nope, nope. No, I want to. I want to feel like I mean something right now. Nope, I don't want to. <laughs> ain't about it. We ain't fucking dealing with that shit. The fuck out of here with that. <laughs> yeah, she left immediately after that question. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even entertain it. Not even for a second. She's like, nope. She's like, oh, nope, wh- nope, nope. What, what's up? What's up? What's that? Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck that thought entirely. <laughs> oh man, dude. So you know, before I lose the thought. You know how you were saying like curses and like maybe that's where it came from. Like I said, I'm just gonna walk up to somebody on the on the street and just be like, I just cursed you for like five years. Uh, people would believe it. So the origin of that of like curses as we know them formally, it, uh, it's thought. So I, so background. I listened to. I didn't actually fully pay attention, but it was a it was a Yale um, uh, seminar about like witchcraft and and magic. But it, you know, it was from an academic perspective. And uh, it was essentially saying that where this stuff started, like the burning of witches and stuff, uh, I think this he's talking about 1600s, I believe, or so. Let's just pretend 15th century, 16th century, I don't, whatever. Um, but in uh, during this time, it's specifically a lot of it happened in Essex County uh, in, would it be Britain? I always get that fucked up. Um, but in Essex County is where like 175 of these witch burnings ended up happening. Uh, compared to all the other surrounding areas. So Essex is north of London. Um, the, all the surrounding areas had like 2030 or whatever in a, in a span of a couple of years. And this place just went, went nuts with it. So it's thought that the people of Essex realized that they could just like blame people for being witches um, and they would get fucking destroyed, you know? Because no, how are you supposed to say, I'm not a witch? They pretty much kill you. And they're like, oh, I guess she wasn't a witch. She died. <laughs> but uh, what would happen though is that being a, being that the social structure structure was so fucked up that these women, usually neighbors, would go to a person, normally a man, and beg for food or or something. And be like, I need I need to live, you know, I need to I need something to help me out. And they would be like, Fuck you, you piece of shit. And I guess the woman would turn and start muttering, like, you motherfucking asshole, piece of shit, cocksucker, you know, whatever the fuck hateful shit she could say. And he's like, Oh my god, she's cursing me. And then he goes to the town and be like, This bitch fucking cursed me. And then like you know they get the dogs out. And uh, apparently that they it's all about oppression, like the the uh, witch hunts and all that stuff. Obviously, it's all about oppressing women. And yes, there were men, men, witches. But according to this guy from Yale, it kind of started with uh, people in need being murdered because they they were pissed off that they didn't get like sustenance from people that had more than they needed. Damn. Is that where like the phrase curse words came from? Because people would be like, you piece of fucking trash, motherfucker. And they'd be oh. like, cursing. <laughs> oh, he's cursing me. Yeah, may- maybe. Maybe it evolved from there. Um, again, I didn't, I wasn't like fully paying attention and like writing stuff down. He said a bunch of fucking crazy. He was like, they, those, the, that academic setting just cites these crazy ass fucking Latin words and, 
and uh, like these people's names. It's like fuck, man. Why, why, why can't we just like shorten it up? I'm like why Romulus? Why don't we just call him Rami or something? Fuck, dude, it's way too much to Rami. <laughs> yeah. Way too much to uh, to remember these these names. It's like only like I guess people's whole job is to memorize those those terms. But fuck, man, as a layman, it's hard to actually like dedicate those to memory. But yeah, man. Nah, that that's I honestly like I am I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself like superstitious or like believe in curses and shit like that. But there is that part of me that's like. I still kind of do it just in case. Like, it's dumb because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this doesn't fucking do anything. Like, this means nothing. But that there is that other part of me. It's like, but why not? Knock on wood, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like what's it hurt? Yeah, like, may, like, maybe it is safe to fucking be like, I'm just going to hit this wood real quick so that, I, you know, this, you know, this thing that I say doesn't come around and bite me in the ass. Yeah, the knock on wood thing is definitely a good technical, like a, almost like a formality for me. I do it. It's like oh, knock on wood. It's like a like goof or like um, it's not like a tick, but something I just do uh, just because I did it a lot. Like when I was a kid, was every time I'd go through a yellow light, I'd, I'd tap my my windshield, like tip, like tap tap tap, and uh, just did it. And I just always did it. And people are like, I didn't know you're superstitious. I'm like, I'm not superstitious. It's just something I do. And they're like, What the fuck? You're weird. I'm like, Yeah, man, I do weird things. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's one of those fucking street. It's just it's a strange thing because it's like, obviously, like intellectually, I'm not like, oh man, if I don't fucking knock on wood, I'm gonna fucking like th- this bad shit's gonna happen. But the other part of me is like, but just in case, <laughs> you never know. I, that's how I feel about this the world's whole, fucking crazy. That's how I feel about this whole summon and demons thing. It's like, man, what if I actually do summon the fucking wrath <laughs> of Satan? <laughs> Let's fucking fight. That's dog. what I. That's what I would. I wish I would have fucking considered that as a as a kid. Cause like, I want to hear. Maybe I story. fucked my life up. Yeah, you, maybe so, I fucked my life up. So, did we f- fully cover this last time? I I feel like I still don't know the. I think I kind of rushed it. I don't know if I like. If you don't feel comfortable talking about through. it, I don't want you. No, no, no. It's not. I just. I like. I think that I, I was like kind of rushing it because we were trying to fucking talk about. Whatever the hell else we were talking about. Oh yeah, the one topic that I'm always like, dude, I have this thing I want to talk about, and then we was like, oh fuck, I got to talk about this at the very end. Yeah, fuck, what, what did we? T- like, I I feel bad because like I remember like I suggested it, and then I just did no research. Oh, it was Krampus. You did research. Yeah, like I I suggested possibly doing Krampus. You did a bunch of Krampus research, and then I was like, oh, actually, I don't feel like talking about that. Oh, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. If, if anybody if anybody yeah. out there knows me, I just fucking read stupid shit. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I just know dumb things. <laughs> How the fuck do you know that, See, dude? I, I don't know. <laughs> that's what's fucking, like, wild. Like, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this. I think that's, like, the difference between, like, and maybe this is, like, a dickish thing to say. But, like, the difference between, like, some of the people that I hang out with and, like, kind of just people that I know. Like, I don't really know too many people other than, like, the people that I, like, really value they will like actively seek out new information and like, like learning and shit like that. Yeah. I don't, it always turns me off when like I'm at a party or whatever. And then, you know, people will just be talking about bullshit and fun facts or whatever. And somebody's like, ah, I don't want to learn right now. And then they like walk away. It's like, "Eh, fuck that guy (laughs) or fuck that girl. Garbage. Like why? I guess like you just want to party and just sing party in the USA and shit like that. But I don't know. Sometimes it's fun to just bullshit and learn what what other people know. Yeah, like when people are like, "Oh, I don't read," and I'm like, mm, "That's oh, <laughs> like, like you fucking should probably." Yeah, I mean, I don't read books, but I do a lot of reading. Otherwise, I mean, 
I don't think you necessarily need to read books, like, because, like, a book is a fucking book, but, like, the internet is, like, it's basically the same as fucking reading, except for you just don't have all of the fucking, like, you know, it's not just all at once, like, you can learn about, you know, a fucking one topic for, like, three hours and never read another fucking thing, but you're still reading versus, like, not reading at all, like, come on, man, like, you gotta, you gotta do a little fucking research. Yeah, but some people are just like really comfortable in their niche, and some people are like, man, if I all know all I know is all I know how to do is fucking install toilets. I don't give a fuck. Like, but they'll install the shit out of your toilet. That's fair. That's a very good point. It's like, man, I don't know. I guess I just my thirst for fucking random knowledge is like just constantly going. Like, I'm always like, I must learn this fucking thing. Like, and and it'll fucking come at like the worst the worst fucking possible time where I'm like, all right, it'll be in the middle of the day. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know anything about aerodynamics. I'm going to learn just enough to figure out that I don't ever need to know any more about it. Like just understand the relationship between lift and drag, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Like just random (laughs) shit like that where I'm like, Oh, okay. Like too much for me. So I'm going to just fucking understand that this is not for me and move on. But like, I still try or like I picked up a, I really, I still need to read it. Like, I did pick up, but I bought a uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, which is apparently, like, a really popular book that I never finished for some reason or the other. Yeah, I, th- I think I've heard of that, and it's, like, doesn't really have anything to do with motorcycle maintenance, right? Oh, no. no it, like, yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, motorcycle maintenance is, like, a metaphor in a weird way. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a philosophy novel of this, like, guy... It's basically all that I've read was it's a guy on a motorcycle road trip with his son and some friends and like a lot of the big so far the big metaphorical like things are that uh he like his friend doesn't re- take very good care of his bike he just trusts that other people will take care of his bike for him because he pays them mm-hmm. but then his philosophy is that you don't have to do that shit if you just read how to fucking take care of your shit yeah I, I, I buy that like the philosophy of self care Kind of like how we were bitching that one time about like, uh, like oh, why do people just ask for the answer to things and not like the why? They just want the the what. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a big and thing like, in modern culture. I think that there's definitely a place for both. Like I, I'm like kind of in between because it's like, I also agree that it that uh like, like I'm not like I'm not gonna know as much about like again like using we'll we'll just stick with the fucking motorcycle reference, uh like. I'm also going to trust somebody who's who knows more about motorcycles than I am going to trust myself so I don't break my shit. So it's like, do I trust these people who become these experts and just trust that I, I don't have to know everything? Or do I force myself to learn things that are important to me so that I can like be on top of the things that are in my life? Or like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like a weird balance for me. It's like, do I rely on trust or do I like be focused more on self-reliance i think i think it uh i learned something recently i don't know where i heard this at but it was essentially somebody saying uh you should have agency not purpose where it's like what you're talking about it, you shouldn't just be being dragged through life you should you should have you should make your life purposeful and have agency in that way rather than just be like my purpose is not dying or whatever the fuck people say <laughs> my purpose is god or whatever but no just have agency and fucking like you, like you were saying, like accept the what and have the ability to seek the why, right? Hell yeah. 
No, I can fuck heavy with that. That's how I feel, dude. I, I, cause like, go, we're good. No, I had nothing. I was actually going to pivot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say like, I think it's just important to me that maybe like, again, like I, 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 I have a constant thirst for knowledge, but like, I also have my limits of things that I am going to be interested by. Like, and, and my, my ability to force, to push myself further really like i can teach myself a lot of things that i don't like to do if i have to do it but like if i don't give a shit i'm not gonna research as much like you get so like with that with the again we'll go back to <laughs> krampus. the specific case in the book <laughs> fuck, krampus. Yeah, with the, <laughs> fuck krampus but like in, in the in the book it's like that it, it like it, in, it, it that, i i wow that was the most fucking Fuck the hamster dance, dude. I, I'm just going to go ahead and pivot and go into a hamster dance story. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there was no, that was go going. Go for it, man. We, we, I think we had hit our main points. But, uh, I have something I want to talk I about remember, TikTok after this. So. Hell yeah. We uh, In seventh grade, that was when like the hamster dance was like fucking big. Oh, yeah. And I used to go to all of the school dances. Like I've always been a fucking socialite. Whether or not I've always been like popular like i've never like i I was i wouldn't consider of my like i wouldn't have considered myself popular in school but like people knew who i was because i fucking like forced myself to be social so like i would go to these fucking dances and i remember my buddy uh he he had bought the hamster dance cd which is wild (laughs) like that's a fucking sentence that like it's such it's like saying that i'm like wow i feel so fucking old hamster dance cd-rom yeah, my friend <laughs> bought. Hey, he bought music, which is yeah, what, a, like, what an idiot. Yeah, like my friend bought a hamster dance CD. Like, no kid. Like, if I said that sentence to my nephew, he'd be like, I I don't know what any of these words. Mean. <laughs> but he brought he bought the fucking hamster dance CD and brought it to the school dance. And I remember. He gave it to the DJ and he's like, I really would like you to play the hamster dance song. And the DJ was like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and then they played the fucking hamster dance song and we got down hard as fuck to the hamster dance song. I was waiting to ask this entire time. You better have danced or I was going to ask, did you dance hard as fuck to the hamster dance? Dude, I'm very no, happy. yeah, like, <laughs> dude, I, I used to fucking, I st- I've always really liked dancing. I don't know why. Like, I'm, I'm not a good dancer. I'm not like, I don't fucking cut it up on the dance floor, but like I have good rhythm and I enjoy moving around and i don't give a fuck and i think you know me well enough that i don't give a shit if people think i'm an idiot because i know i'm an idiot oh yeah so like i i i would just look like a fucking dipshit like bopping around on the dance floor and it's like fuck you i'm having fun like dude you gotta judge me all you want there's a dance floor and the music's good and it's like the right set and setting like at a wedding i fucking dance it up at a wedding bro i'm out there all night long dude it's the shit it's like you like I realized that uh, at weddings, you need people to get out there and just get fucking weird and just release the tension because people, you know, people are there like all dressed up. And they're like, I don't know if people are going to think I'm weird. Like, they're you know, already self-conscious. It's a fucking wedding. Who knows where people's minds are? I don't give a fuck. I'm already married. I, who knows why I'm there, but I'm going to fucking dance, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I remember, not to fucking derail again, but on that fucking wedding train. Yeah. My uh, one of my sister's friends got married, and, I, and I'd known like I've I've known this person my whole life as well. Like, one of my sister's old best friends. So when she got married, I remember it was in this like super fancy winery, and like everybody's like you know all fancy dressed up, and they just kept saying like we bought three kegs of beer, like we need y'all to be drinking beer, we need y'all to be drinking beer, and eventually I was like, I want to drink all this beer. Like, <laughs> all three kegs. You keep telling me to get. 
So, no, I just was like, I'm going to fucking get hammered. Like, sorry. Like, if you're going to keep saying, drink this beer, drink this beer, yeah. I'm going to drink this fucking beer, and I'm going to fucking liven up this fucking party and just get hammered. And I got so fucking drunk. Yeah, dude, I'll be peer pressure. I'll be peer pressure's friend tonight, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I was fucking, well, and it wasn't just like fucking bush light. It was like, <laughs> it was like a strong beard. I was just fucking double fisting fucking cups of like a thick lager getting wasted fuck yeah and just fucking dancing i was like dude if no one's gonna fucking party like and you're telling me to party i don't give a fuck i also yeah it was that that was also the night i think that i've told you about it before where i like told my brother-in-law like my theories and and then he was also with one of his buddies and his buddy was like you should probably talk to a priest oh shit no don't (laughs) no it was because that that was i was so drunk and i tried to because I don't even remember how the conversation started, but I think I like quantum mechanics. Like, (laughs) I think that like my brother-in-law mentioned something about how like my parents were concerned about me because they're like, like they just they want to know if you're okay, and I'm like, I just I think a lot, man, or some shit like that. They're like, what do you think about? And I fucking went off about that. Fuck yeah. And then his buddy, my brother-in-law's buddy, was like, I got a priest you could talk to, and I was like, that ain't gonna fucking help me. That's ridiculous, dude. At a the most recent wedding I went to. Um, it's Caitlin's college friend who I love. This guy's awesome. Sean and Bev. Uh, they're awesome. The, the wedding they had was out like in Wisconsin near some like Creek or whatever. And it was a fucking great venue. And I, Sean's brother who I had seen earlier in the night and I was like, dude, I gotta, we gotta catch up because I hadn't seen him for a while. And I was out just, I was pretty drunk wandering around trying to find, find him. And I stumbled over to the water's edge because I kind of hear some noises and this boat drifts up and I'm like, sup guys. I can't remember, uh, the guy, the guy's name I was looking for, but I was like, you know where he is? They're like, no, but we got an extra seat in the boat. Mind you, I was supposed to be hanging out with Kate, like Caitlin and all of our friends that were there. And I was like, I'm going to go find, I'm going to go find Sean's brother real quick and I'll, I'll be back. So I left and, and I go to this dock, they roll up. I get inside of this boat and just start, we just start paddling around. No one sees each other's faces. And uh, kind of hanging out, and they start passing around the cigarette, and I'm like, "Fuck it, dude, I'm drunk. I'll start smoking, smoking a cigarette with these guys." They're passing around a cigarette, <laughs> super weird. <laughs> and uh, and they, they start like try, talking like all this weird philosophical stuff, and I realize, oh, these guys are like 18, 19 year old dudes, and the reason oh, why they're in this boat is because they're drinking away from the family. So I'm already in the boat, so it's like I can't get weird and be like, "I'm too old for this," you know. Uh, so float around and they're starting to talk about this, all this philosophical stuff and i just start fucking blowing skulls dude talking about quantum mechanics talking about how the, all the stars in the sky are fucking out actually there because of how far away they are just like like you know like all that kind of shit just like dude you see that star right there that's not actually there that thing that could actually be over there because how long it takes to get here and they're like what the fuck i've never thought about any of this shit <laughs> And, <laughs> and yeah, I talked to him about like the double slot experiment and how fucking uh, quantum entanglement happens in the future of quantum quantum communication and all this shit, you know, and we go around still haven't exchanged names. Don't know anything about these guys. They stop the boat and I get off immediately because I realized that like one probably shouldn't hang, be hanging out with these kids. And then two, I got to get back to Caitlin and stuff. It'd been like 45 minutes. We, we did a slow fucking oh, like shit. loop around. So I get back and I start hanging out with everybody. They're like, where'd you go? I was like, yeah, I just fucking hung up these dudes on a boat for a while. And everyone's like, oh, wow. All right, Jeff, that's fucking totally something you would do. So then like two hours go by. We're all pretty hammered. And I guess uh, Sean's little cousins were those like 18, 17, 18 year old 
dudes <laughs> fucking all like swarm Sean like who the fuck is this Jeff guy he's the coolest guy I've ever met and Sean's like she's like I don't know get the fuck away from me comes up later he's like did you hang out with my little cousins earlier I was like I don't know I got in a boat earlier a bunch of shit happened <laughs> <laughs> I was in the boat. I was drunk. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. So I guess I'm a legend to like five five like young men, I guess. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. They came up to me later the on fuck. the dance floor and they're like, what's up, Jeff? I was like, nothing, let's fucking dance. And they're like, okay, this is too much. And they <laughs> left. <laughs> fuck yes. Dude, that's the fucking way to be sometimes, though, where you're just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm like, I think that like, if you're, that's an age like that 18, 19. You're at that age where you're still so caught up in, like, or maybe, like, you know, maybe not everybody, but I know that I was still so caught up in, like, the idea of, like, a social hierarchy yeah. and, like, all that stuff. So I wasn't really comfortable with, like, being myself quite yet. And then eventually I was like, nah, fuck that. This, like, something snap. I, well, I know exactly what it was, but, you know, I'm not going to yeah. admit to it on a podcast. <laughs> but I, uh, like I, I had that. I still had that ego thing. So I, like, I just, I think I can like, I can like relate to that boat of like eighteen, nineteen year olds. Where like, it's yeah. that weird time in your life where you're figuring yourself out, and then this fucking dude who just knows shit about the universe <laughs> comes in and fucks your brain. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I do. I kind of, I, I vaguely remember something about solipsism too. So it's just like talking to him about just like different perspective philosophies or whatever. <laughs> and you know what I thought later was like. Uh, like, whoa, you know, it's like, I don't know what like all those kids looked like. It's like, what if like, what if I had a re- an interaction like that when I was a kid? And like, what if it's just some sort of weird time loop where like a version of an older me comes in and just like, <laughs> like lays down the, br- <laughs> just fucking <laughs> the groundwork for lays down the brutal truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm the fucking shadowy, shadowy passenger on a fucking train <laughs> that just blows your mind and you never see him again. <laughs> you fucked your own brain up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, man, that that was honestly a, the, one of the best weddings I've ever been to. That was so fun. It was a great time. No, what, dude, I definitely I, my one thing with weddings is the precipice of going from being like drunk to too drunk happens so goddamn fast. Oh man, you're drinking the the way that the the drinks are spread out. Where you you get there, you start drinking, then you get food, but you have to wait a while. So you're drinking in between when you get food, and then you get your food, and then you drink more, and then you're dancing, and you drink, and dude, yeah, weddings are fucking a whirlwind. <laughs> and like, usually you're not like too full of food because like there is food, but like not enough to like really fucking like fill yourself up like you like you might not have gotten part of the dinner party and like there might be like some food to eat but you're not gonna fucking fully fill yourself up so you got like kind of a half-assed full stomach so you fill yourself up with beer and you're fucking just trashed and drunk for no reason at like seven at night and you're like i'm crazy drunk for like this early in the evening and you can't go up and get seconds because it's probably like the bride the bride's dad passing shit out and you're fucked up drunk and trying to ask for more food <laughs> like that's not a good yeah. look <laughs> yeah and like you, like you may or may not know the like you might be there with somebody like no matter what like weddings are either you fucking know the person and then it's just kind of like you're in an awkward position or you like kind of know the person and it's even worse yeah like have you ever been in a situation where you're like pretty drunk or you're like in a total party mood and you're just like fucking nothing matters and then you run into like like a fucking brick wall of a f- stone cold sober very serious man that really wants to talk to you that's fucked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dude, it's the fucking worst. Hey, dude, I, yeah. oh my God, I felt like a piece of shit. I was at that the wedding I was talking about earlier. I like was hammered just like, 
I, and again, like I'm like a really like I'm a drunk hype man. That's like something I really like to do is like just build. Like if I get into a certain drunk mood, I hype people up. Oh yeah. And I fucking at one point pulled the group. Like I didn't pull him aside, but like I ended up like coming face to face with the groom and was just like, dude, I'm so glad that like you were the one who married her. Like you're such a good dude. Like I think you're good for her. Like, like just really trying to like hype him up. <laughs> and then he was, but he had like, he was a groom. So he couldn't be like trash drunk the way that I was. So I was just like, ah, fucking did this dude. And I was like, Oh my God. Like looking back on, it, I'm like, fuck. Like, uh, he's like, thanks, Matt. I really appreciate it. Goes give you a normal handshake, and you like try to bro hug him. And he's like, nah, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, like, I don't like being sloppy drunk, but like, in that, like, I, I'm not gonna fucking take the blame on that one because they were like, literally, like, everyone needs to drink beer, everyone needs to drink beer, and everyone needs to drink beer, and like, I, I tried to leave early. I, I legitimately tried to leave early, like, my, because I didn't drive, because it was like a wedding in the middle of fucking nowhere, and there's a bunch of us going, so I just like rode along with somebody. Yeah, and my parents were leaving at like six and i tried to like leave with them and they're like oh no you should stay and party and i was like all right like i'll leave i'll like i'll leave with you if know, you say so <laughs> yeah like i'll leave with my sister when fucking when she wants to leave like I, I was planning on going home and just like you know having a normal night so it was like all right you basically just told me to stay here and drink and they're all they're saying is all right drink this beer drink this beer drink this beer so i was like i'm gonna drink this fucking beer i guess <laughs> So I was a little bit sloppy drunk that night, but you know what? I ain't gonna fucking. Hey, that happens. <laughs> I ain't gonna take the blame for it. Uh, my my one of my really really good friends got married, like in 2013. I th- I think it was. I can't remember exactly when it was, but uh, so she got married and the the groom's family bought all the beer or whatever. And at the very end of the night, uh, we're all hanging out at this you know it's a hotel ballroom or whatever and we're down there and they the bar shut down but he's like no i need to get all the beer so they fucking like poured all the beer into these big like bowls and we were like it was so fucked we we're like ladling beer into our mouths he's like we need to drink all of this like i'm like fucking browning out right now dude no he was like mad at us because we were tapping out yeah i'm like i can't fit any more beer in my gut like you need to drink it <laughs> what is this can't <laughs> what what is this? what is this <laughs> no. god damn it yeah i don't know so this is the party episode i fucking <laughs> we were gonna talk about demons we, and now we're like let's talk about the time we got fucking <laughs> jungle weddings we will at some point i do want to talk about uh so you know earlier it'll pivot hard from that uh so you know how earlier you were talking about like impression people being impressionable and all that stuff and uh, seeking stuff. So I was thinking like TikTok is it's honestly like pretty much just a advertisement college for people that are willing to participate in it. Like, have you noticed, have, I don't know if you've ever gone on t- TikTok, but TikTok, but I went on there for a minute and I thought it was bullshit. But my cousin always sends me these cringe TikTok videos. And, uh, I, I've noticed it's, it's like they're advertising stuff in a weird way. At least some of them, the super cringy ones that he sends me that are like 500 views, that's different. But the people that he's like, this is like the biggest person on, on TikTok, and it's just horribly cringy. But like they, they always start out with that, like artificial, like, Hey, how's it going? Like try to get your like attention, you know? Uh, and it's like, it's all for people that are scrolling to stop there just to get like a couple words in. And that's like what advertising is these days. Like, you know, you see a YouTube video and it pops up and it's some fucking asshole with long blonde hair. Like your fucking soap sucks dick. And then it's like, oh shit, does my soap suck? And that's how they get you, you know? Um, but my, my, my little cousin, I'm not going to name names, but my little cousin does these TikTok videos and like more power to him, man, like being an influencer and stuff. But I got to say, man, it's, I got to roast him a little bit. Like his, 
his whole thing was like weight loss videos or whatever. And he's like, look at me weight, losing weight. But like at this point, it's like he's like kind of plateauing and he's like showing pictures of him when he was like 12 years old as a fat kid. He's like, look at how much weight I've lost. And it's like, you're like 22 years old right now, bro. Like that is not, that's, that's super weird. But like his videos are like, hey, what's going on? This is going to be the, the cheapest thing that you can eat at McDonald's or Wendy's or Panera Bread or something. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're telling people to eat garbage food? Like, I mean, there's layers to that, but it's like, come on. You, like, you really sold out. So, <laughs> so like, like I, was, uh, I was like, bro, I should do like a parody thing. Of, <laughs> of like just parody your own cousin yeah. just to fucking troll his ass <laughs> i'm like do like really bad restaurants just be like hey here's the cheapest stuff you can get at fazoli's <laughs> it's like yeah everything's garbage okay. at fazoli's fuck yourself you can get unlimited breadsticks for five bucks probably <laughs> that's the only reason you go to a fucking fazoli's <laughs> they, they have defrosted cheesecake at fazoli's <laughs> The fuck is deep, oh, deep, deep frosted? I, I thought that was like a type of <laughs> cheesecake. It's like, oh, no, what's deep yeah, there's no cheesecake? frosting on it. That, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a. That's what I was like. I was like, I was like, what kind of fucking cheesecake are you eating that has frosting? Nah, you got to bring like, your brain to the gutter, there, dude. It's defrosted from the freezer. <laughs> dude, that, I used to fucking work for a pizza delivery joint, and like that was one of the fucking things. Was like our desserts were just. Like, prepackaged shit. I mean, like, more power to the fucking guy, because it's like, you know, you're running a fucking pizza joint. Like, you're not making fucking desserts. But, like, I remember people would order that shit, and I'm like, man, I feel bad, because it's like, they're they're fine, but, like, the price is, I was just like, all right, cool, like, you're charging $5 for a fucking, like, 50-cent fucking tiramisu. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, fuck all that, man. Those those restaurants are terrible. I, this is probably going to be cringe, but I like this joke, and I might as well say it because I have it written down here. But it's like, uh, uh, you know how San Pellegrino's tagline is tastefully tastefully Italian? It's like, what's tastelessly Italian? It's like, that's fucking... Tastelessly <laughs> Italian. Yeah, it's like, that's Fazoli's, bro. Fazoli's tagline should be, fuck you, it is Italian. <laughs> it's like the worst shit ever. <laughs> I went there when I was in middle school and I remember thinking it was like fucking grotesque and I was like eating like poverty food growing up. It's like, this is such a low standard. <laughs> fucking, oh man. Low quality Italian is just sad sometimes. It's like, I could have fucking made this. No kidding. That's that's my, I guess I've been getting better at cooking so I judge it less often now. But when I was younger, I'd go eat somewhere and be like, if I can make this, then I, like, is this even worth it? But like nowadays, I mean, I can cook a lot of shit. So it's all about the quality of it. But yeah, a lot of those places, it's like, dude, this is very subpar. I can make this in my fucking microwave. <laughs> I f- that's I like my, my one thing is I, I just need to teach myself how to make fucking chicken parmesan so that I can stop buying shitty chicken parmesan. What, you just take a chicken breast and bread it? fucking yeah i mean but then you gotta like you gotta like fry it and like or like maybe not fry it but like you gotta do yeah like but i mean if i wanted to make it good and like make it worth my time and money then that's where i'm at but like otherwise i'm like man fucking making making fucking chicken parmesan like compared to whether or not i'll be able to make it like just make it at least restaurant quality bro it's tough. Just fucking, just fucking take a chicken breast and season it up real nice. Hammer it out a little bit, then put it in the oven for for like I don't know eight minutes at four twenty five, and you got a nice, nice fucking chicken breast. And then you just make some pasta and some take some marinara and dump that shit on top, bro. I don't know why. I, I, don't yeah. I do make bird. a decent. I think I called you bird on accident. I don't know why. <laughs> what a bird. 
What's up, bird? What's up, bird? Fucking, what's up, bird? That's what we should call our fans. <laughs> our fans are birds. What's up, birds? What up, birds? <laughs> you want to be a you want to be a empty parlor bird? Fucking sign up here, boys. Hell yeah, dude. Girls, guys, girls, non-binary pals. Oh, whatever, dude. I think everybody guys, is, gals, non-binary. Yeah, pals. I think everybody here realizes that we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like do, like fucking live your best life. Otherwise, fucking what's the point of living? Exactly. Well, do you want to take the last twenty minutes of this episode to actually talk about the Hermetic <laughs> Order of the Golden Dawn? Fucking maybe, man. I don't know. Oh shit! You got something else? Something else hiding up that sleeve? No, nah, I just, I mean, like, can we do this? It's like, it's so <laughs> funny because we're like, oh, we're going to talk about this fucking thing. And then we're like, hey, actually, we're just fucking, like, I don't know. I think I, I like our word vomit shit. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Just Like, I know that we over. fucking roasted people. We roasted people last week for fucking not having a podcast with a point. <laughs> and then two weeks in a row, we were like, let's just fucking ignore the topic that we decided. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever really... Fucking let's talk about hippos. <laughs> we could talk about... I think we got 20 minutes of hippo talking. Oh, us. man, dude. Hippos are fucking spooky, man. Holy shit. Did... All I know about them is that they're hungry, hungry. <sighs> they're so fucking hungry. They eat so much fucking food and they can run 20 miles an hour. They can like run... That's fucking insane. Yeah. It, it, duh. They're fucked up. And they've also, they're like pretty much dinosaurs, like 55 million year old lineage. They, they have the strongest fucking bite force in Africa. It's fucked up. They bite harder than a goddamn tiger does. And also for the longest time, we thought they were only like, they th- we thought they were only herbivores and uh, they're clearly omnivores. Like in like, I think it was 2005. I think what I recall from listening to this documentary, they said that as, as, Recently, as 2005, they just realized that these fucking hippos are eating impalas and stuff. Holy <laughs> yeah, shit! They, they, and part of the reason why they haven't really known is because it's so hard to see them. Because one, they shit so much that they fucking like pollute the the watering holes that they're in, and then they they can be underwater for five minutes at a time. So you never fucking know. Like one hippo goes down there in packs too, so they they live in big families. So one hippo goes down, it's gone for five minutes. You can't really tell which hippo pop back up so they're just making all these guesses they can like barely tell which ones are the males and females are like oh that one's the male because he's fucking huge but then uh, and then just recently they they saw a fucking hippo just chomping on an impala like eating it like holy fuck and it just like it bite it pretty much just bites it in half and then can fucking chomp on it, it it's so fucked up and they got these giant like fucking foot long tusks that if you get bit by that you're done it'll just it'll go right through you impale your ass Dude, it's goddamn insane to me that, I mean, like, they, aren't they the most, I think we Deadliest. talked about it earlier, aren't they the most the most deadly animal in the world? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, like, so many people get just jacked by hippos, and it's people that are, um, like, in kayaks or boats, like, fishing. Uh, one of the documentaries I watched actually had a bunch of people that survived hippo attacks, and all these people, they grew up in these littoral villages where their whole life was was taking stuff from the the river or sea or whatever wherever the fuck they are um but essentially they're like i'm never going close to water ever again because they got absolutely traumatized out of fucking nowhere their boat gets bitten in half like literally a fucking full-on canoe can get bitten in half by a hippo and then the hippo just thrashes you and there's nothing you can do about it like yeah it's People are like, oh, sharks are so scary. And then nobody no. realizes how fucking crazy hippos are. Yeah, dude. Hippos will also eat each other, too. They're like, can't, they've displayed cannibalistic 
properties too. So like these things don't give Dude, a fuck. They're monsters. They are monsters. Like they'll eat. They'll apparently they'll go do battle with crocodiles and they'll fuck crocodiles up. Like nothing can fuck with a hippo. Have you seen that video? Uh, I've seen it on Reddit a few times, but it's like three lions just go into town on this hippo and it's just casually walking away. These lions are just trying as hard as they can to take it down, and it's like, what the fuck is on my back? Just walking away, so casually. Jeez. Yeah. These things are crazy. It is insane. There's a lot of... Like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, it's like them and crocodiles are, like, both so fucking prehistoric, but hippos still fuck up crocodiles. It's unbelievable. They're so huge, too. Like, holy fuck. It... Uh, it uh, honestly, like, learning they're like about one these of the last. Go. They're, like, one of the last megafaunas left, right? Well, no. I mean, everything... Everything that's above 100 pounds on average is a megafauna. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, a, I, didn't like know, I think on land. Know that. Yeah. So they would also be a megafauna. So we're technically a megafauna. Like tigers would be. Fuck yeah, I'm a megafauna, fuck, motherfucker. Fuck right, boy. But. Hell yeah. But there's, so there's a bunch of like lore that goes with hippos too. Since like. Hippo lore. Yeah, it's. it's oh, man, I. Hit me with that hippo lore, son. Oh, I wish I could fucking, fucking find it. I thought it was on this Wikipedia page, but it's not on here. Essentially, it was saying like that. Uh, it's like the, fuck it fell out of my brain i hate the fact that this happened but uh essentially what i heard what i heard is that in egypt there was like there's uh hieroglyphs of hippos that like represent like the like the harbinger of death and shit like they knew back then it's like don't fuck with hippos hippos will ruin your fucking life so like there's like all these um egyptian prophecies and myths and shit about hippos cuz they all they go the hippos habitat is up in the um is it is that the indus river valley is that what that's called or the the whatever wherever Cairo is. I was gonna say, don't ask me geography <laughs> questions. We I didn't know where fucking Texas was. Oh yeah, was. Mr. Texas. What's up, Tyrion? <laughs> My cat showed up. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, man, the the hippos are. Uh, I mean, I've said it like five fucking times, but like truly, if you ever see a hippo, just try to not see it. Get the fuck away as far as <laughs> you can. <try. laughs> if you ever see a hippo, don't. Yeah, just get the fuck away. Like the only time you should see a hippo is if it's at a zoo. And if it's feeding Hell time, yeah. I don't know if I want to fucking stick around because who knows? I don't know. I wonder. I haven't looked that up. I wonder what like the the rate of like uh, would it be like captive zoo deaths yeah. from hippos? Yeah. Hippo zoo deaths. <laughs> I mean, it's probably got. I mean, it's probably not in the Americas because I feel like in Americas like zoo deaths are pretty much from like. I feel like large cats get a really a lot of the. Although maybe hippo deaths are just so fucked up that they just don't publicize it because they're like, all right. People, like, the world can handle a tragic big cat attack. The world is not ready to understand how fucking hippos are, scary hippos are. No, they're are. fucked, man. So you know how there's those stories of, uh, like, people will raise a hippo. Or not hippo, but they'll raise, like, a lion. Uh, and then they'll say yeah. to the wild. Then they'll show up later, and the lion will come up and give him a hug. Well, there's this dude that apparently did that with a hippo, sent it out into the local watering hole. And then, like, five years later, he went back to say what's up to his hippo buddy, and the fucking hippo ate his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like fucking grizzly, man. Right. Like, you do not want to befriend these monsters. They're not your friends. <laughs> like, it's fucking insane to me that people are just like, oh, like, I, I'm, I'm special. Uh, <laughs> you get these weird egos that they're like, oh, you know, most people can't become friends with the hippo, but I can. <laughs> and then fucking it instantly turns into, nope, also I got ate by a hippo. Whoops. I'm Joe Exotic, and I can take care of all these cats. Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody got hurt, I swear. 
Except for that one dude that got his arm ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> and then Carol Baskin's maniac ass, she had some other person get her, their arm ripped off at her place, right? Recently? Sorry, what was that? Repeat I that. Think, uh, broke up a little bit there for I think me. Carol Baskin's place had somebody get their arm ripped off recently as well. No shit. I think so. Let me look it up. Carol Baskin's arm ripped off. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Woman nearly rips. Tiger nearly rips up. Yeah, yeah. That just happened. Oh god damn it! I don't want I don't want your ads, bro. Well, I'm not. That's fucking bullshit. Pressherald.com suck a butt. Uh, Tiger nearly rips off volunteer's <laughs> arm at Carol Baskin's big cat uh, rescue, and that happened December third. Fucking damn! Yeah, man, you don't want to fuck with these animals, dude. Like, uh, that that is that is a loaded topic though, the conservation thing, because it's like, well, if an animal is so uh, domesticated or you know pseudo domesticated that it can't survive out in the wild then is that the best option but then it's like you guys are still keep taking in fucking animals oh you monsters like well, how the fuck are we gonna fix this we can't have all these yeah. animals in captivity but then if they can't last in the wild fuck bro uh, carol baskin's her situation like if you go into her shit she actually really is toxic oh yeah she's terrible like <clears throat> she's basically like the PETA of like the big cat rescues yeah because like her shit is like super fucked up, but then she's all super preachy about other people. Yeah, man, the whole thing between her and Joe Exotic was so hypocritical and stupid. I was not a fan of that yeah. at all. <laughs> like there was that. I mean, and obviously, like Joe Exotic shit was like also not he like he was not taking the best care of those. But then there was this. There's one big cat rescue that I actually like followed before I ever heard of Tiger King and all that. Is it shit. the one on Animal Planet? Uh, no, oh. it's this one. I think it's just called Big Cat Rescue. Yeah. And there's just dude, uh, Big Cat Derek was like this YouTube channel that I used to follow for a little while, and he would just walk around, like he would just have a daily video of him walking around the compound, like saying hi to the tigers, feeding them, and they all had like pretty big enclosures. It was all really like well kept and shit like that, and like it, it wasn't really, it didn't seem to be like a tourist destination or like a thing. It was just these people that had a large like rescue of, and apparently like Carol Baskins was like talking shit on them, and it's like, <laughs> but Carol Baskin, you have a fucking like big cat zoo this is literally just a rescue and it all of their shit is like way better kept than yours so it just like really put a bad taste in my mouth with her she's just a capitalist man she's doing it all for her own self uh like preservation so that she doesn't have competition this crap is not for preservation of the tigers like maybe she has that in her heart that she likes cats a lot but she's doing it to make more money it's clear like it's it's so fucked up. I mean, it's, and it's one thing if that's what you want to do, but then to like not acknowledge it, and then and then talk shit on somebody else who's actually doing good work. Like fuck off, Carol Baskin. She got on Dancing with the Stars. Like that's that's. I mean, that show is dumb. But like, come on, she should not be in the spotlight the way that she was. Nope. And I, nope, nope. I can't nope. imagine the amount of increase, um, the increase in donations that she received after being on that show because it gets national attention. I mean, even though uh, Netflix is global, but still, like, it's more in your face on that show. If she's, she probably had the opportunity to be like, Big Cat Rescue, go to my fucking website. Yeah, it's it's fucked. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck all those people. She should have a fucking hippo rescue. Jesus. Whoa, there's a, there is a uh, play called the, hippo poke, the Hippopotamus Polka. Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've watched the shit out of it. <laughs> Uh, where why why is that an image there and it doesn't have the citation? God damn it! I wanted to read about it, but I can't find it on this Wikipedia <laughs> article. Fuck it, whatever. Hungry, hungry hippos. It's culturally culturally depicted that way. 
which is uh, honestly, it's a good fucking depiction of hippos, man. They're just fucking chomping away. You don't want to put your fingers in there. You'll get fucked up. Yeah, you do, you don't want fucking to put any part of your body in the fucking hungry, hungry hippo arena. <laughs> that shit is intense. Bro, imagine if they had like real hungry, hungry hippo arena where they just had like a coliseum, coliseum and just released hippos. A coliseum. Yeah, and just released hippos into the middle and they just battled. That'd be fucked. People did that back in the day. Dude. Right, fucking, I like I I wouldn't say it was like super recently, but I, at one point I was just like, kind of thinking about how there was a like being a gladiator was one fucking thing. Like it, your job was fighting fucking lions at one point, but then I started thinking about the fucking guys catching lions. Yeah, what do, what did they have to do that? You know, it's probably like uh, it's probably like they just forced people. They probably it's slaves. I think slaves did it because they just could just throw humans. Well, yeah, I mean, at I'm not saying line. that like it was a choice. There's but, like, like dog pile on the line. <laughs> he can only eat so many of you. <laughs> that's, that's basically. I mean, that's that's got to be the way that it was. Because I mean, those. I don't think that those lions would have been raised because like I don't think domestic lions would have been like as aggressive and at least especially unless you, I guess if you starved them. Yeah, that's I don't what know, they maybe did. maybe they were just raising lions and like starving them for fighting. Let me see. Fucking humans are garbage. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so here's something. Ancientworldmagazine.com. You know that's going to be filled with fucking. It's going to be. Uh, was that Joseph? That's valuable information right there. Jo- Joseph. What is that? The What were we getting our PhDs in? What? Oh, our fucking cryptozoology, yeah, but what, man. What's the something university? Oh, tra- t- uh, Thomas Francis. Tra- Travis Francis. Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Francis. Tra- I bet this uh, written by Maru Palma probably has a fucking Thomas Francis University <laughs> degree. Yeah, that's that's fucked Fuck up. Yeah, not. But uh, so it says not just lions in the Colosseum. How the Romans acquired wild animals. Um, the long. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna read it right now. But <laughs> essentially, uh, it says yeah they're hunting them. They went. I guess they made expeditions and hunted and fucking caught them. Is what this is kind of saying. Um, but they had tigers Yo. in there, captured by specially trained army units whose members greatly appreciated this activity because it was seen as a pleasant distraction from daily routine at the edges of the empire. The main tools used were nets and lances, and ancestors of more modern lasso. Yeah, they just fucking lasso these motherfuckers and then tie them up. So it's just like they'd send the army out and then grab a bunch of lions and then sick them on, like, peasants that learned how to fight. Fuck, that is... <laughs> dude... <laughs> Fucking humans are garbage. <laughs> hey, here. Can you imagine you join the fucking army because like you're a poor peasant? You're like, I don't know, man. Like I could probably like it's not the best job, but like I could, you know, I could start a family. Like the fucking the castle will take care of me. I'll have food. It's not gonna be the best life, but like I can stay alive. And then the king is like drunk as shit, and he's like, I need you to catch a lion because I want to watch it fucking kill a guy. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, he's just like more tigers. It's like, oh, fuck. I <laughs> guess we got to go get more yeah, tigers. God damn it. And you're just a fucking, like, poor, dumb Roman. Like, all right, fucking, where do I find the goddamn tigers? And you go on this fucking, like, multiple day long, like, maybe week long journey to go find a fucking tiger and catch it. And, like, you know, you know that, like, two or three of your buddies are going to get fucked oh, up from a apart. tiger. And you just have to, like, yeah. Fuck, dude. You know they're doing the dog pile <laughs> like, game. They're not. Yeah, for sure. They're not. They're not because like, at it. Oh, I mean, again, like these aren't like these aren't these are just fucking like. I mean, I'm sure that like you know Roman soldiers had like training and stuff like that, but I mean, they're not. They're not sending the fucking war fighting fucking soldiers 
<laughs> they are sending the fucking bumfuck brigade to go catch a tiger because well, I mean, if they don't catch a tiger, eh, fuck it, the gladiators will just kill other slaves. Yeah, like, they're looking at their assignment the... on the fucking stone tablet, and they're like, fuck, I got lion duty. They're like, ah, oh, that means you suck. God, God <laughs> damn it. Because, yeah. again, like they're not sending the fucking best and the brightest to catch these fucking tigers. Definitely not. They're definitely using the lower, lower end of it. But you know what I just kind of thought about? Is that the Roman Empire's reach definitely reached to Egypt, right? Where there are hippos, and you never hear about hippos in the Colosseum, probably because they couldn't fucking wrangle those motherfuckers, dude. Imagine. Dude, there's I no bet they way tried. they could have wrangled that. I hippo. bet they fucking tried, and it was a bloodbath. Oh, I mean, they're, for sure they did. I mean, they probably tried to, like, wrangle rhinos and shit, but, like, that shit's heavy, and, like, they don't fucking. Like, dude, a hippo would, like. Dude, a hippo could take on, like, 20 guys. Dude, I a bet. hippo can take on, like, 20 lions. Yeah, like that's like there's no way that a hippo would be like fucking all right. I'll go with you. Like, same with a rhino. Same sh- like, but like a fucking big cat. Like, you could get some rope around that shit. Oh, like, yeah. you could take care of a big cat. Like, so, like again, like five of your buddies are gonna fucking die slowly and horribly and painfully. But like, you can get a fucking lion. Oh yeah, they're they're just bait for more lions. Just like leave the corpses. Lions will come fucking catch them with you know. <laughs> Actually, wait. What? Wait. Would they have had lions? Hold on. Huh. I'm fucking. Because lions are African, right? Yeah, but they went to Africa. Or are there, like, other Africa? Like, are there other places that lions well, are? I mean, Rome is just across the Mediterranean from Africa. I am. Mean, fucking, they were shipping, God. Yeah. So you got to go on a fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on a boat what for a, a long fucking time. T- <laughs> you got to go on, like, a fucking three-month boat trip to catch a lion. Hope it doesn't fucking die on the way. You got to catch probably multiple lions. Oh God, dude! You'd get it would be like the guy who drove the boat and like one dude who's missing like half his face, <laughs> and that was all that was left. Oh yeah, but they got like six lions. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, fuck! I just had a thought that I was gonna say. Chipping chipping lines across there would be fucking. Oh oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I imagine even just a fucking handful of house cats that are really pissed off. Somebody's getting fucked oh, up fuck by a handful that, of house cats. Oh my god! Also, like you're probably on boats with like scientists and shit, yeah, right. and the scientists, like, because I mean they were probably just sending out like fucking anybody who wanted to get on that boat. They were like fucking whatever, dude. Like we got we got fucking lions to fight. Actually, you know that's actually a good question. I bet they had a bunch of like low level soldiers and stuff, but I I bet that there were some like really smart people on those because it was like legit expeditions they were exploring and stuff. Yeah, they they. they it just—it's pro- it probably was not unlike fucking Tarzan, <laughs> where they're like they just sent a fucking brute squad and then like two brainiacs to be like, all right, learn about the tigers too, I guess. <laughs> this guy's probably gonna get eaten, but that's fine. Bro, fucking... imagine a Roman seeing a hippo for the first time. They're like there, they're like catch some wild animals. And they see like a hippo, and he's like, <laughs> what is this? What? Uh, dude, that's probably like, like honestly, if it was a Pokemon world, it'd be like finding a Snorlax and trying to fucking get it with a, with just a regular Pokeball. Good luck. <laughs> Not working. <laughs> dude, can you imagine the first like, and you know that there's there's probably like some Egyptians watching these fucking dumbass <laughs> Roman soldiers like traipsing by and they're like, yo 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 yo, look look look, that fucking guy's about to try to fight a hippo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And they just like fucking watch that shit. They're like, dude, just chill for a second. Like, hey, stop moving that rock. Take a look over here. <laughs> yeah, like, I know we're probably going to get whipped for not finishing this fucking stupid-ass pyramid that we're building, but, like, watch this dumb shit that's about to go down. Bro, they were paid in beer, too, like, a six-pack of, the, the equivalent of a six-pack of beer, so they're probably just like, bro, 
Let's crack those tall boys open. <laughs> we got a show. Well, that dude, that's what's <laughs> fucking wild. Is like, if I'm not wrong, I think that like beer and like meat and shit like that was like a large part of the caloric intake of that type of lifestyle. It was. It was like, you like you like your meat. Like you got most of your fucking food by fucking beer, and then like you might get some bread. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. In so I I did a little bit of research on this because there was a there was a beer that I really liked that came out of Dogfish Head Brewing out of I think um, I'm not sure oh. northeast somewhere, but you know Dogfish Head's a pretty popular brewery. But for a while they were doing really really solid small batch brews that I haven't really seen them that often recently. But that's not, neither here nor there. But they made this beer called Tehenkit. And what it was, it was a old style beer that was literally the the head brewer literally made this beer to be as close to what the Egyptians drank as possible. And it was obviously like modernized to taste really good, but I'll tell you that was one of the best beers I've ever had and I've never found it again. But what they did is they went to Egypt and got and got wild yeast from Egypt and made the beer that way. Yeah. yeah. That's a fucking that's a really fucking cool thing for a company to be like Let's make beer, but also have history. Yeah, and and what they were talking about was, uh, that's where I got that, like, they get paid in beard thing, beyond, like, other pyramid research shit. But, uh, yeah, they're saying, like, they pretty much got paid in a six-pack of beer, and it, like, didn't really get you drunk, but it, it was essentially, like, their bread. And this is what fueled the pyramids was beer, which is fucking dope as a beer drinker. <laughs> Man, can you, I mean, can you imagine trying to build a fucking pyramid? Drunk? <laughs> and you're just fucking wasted maybe that's how they fucking did it is they were it was like how do you like that's that has to be fucking aliens dude a fucking bunch of drunk slaves couldn't make yeah that right shit. yeah like, right dude when i'm fucking the right drunk i am good at pool and darts dude these guys are just like pool and drunk pool and pool and darts drunk building build, build this pyramid <laughs> fucking getting it right every time they're like can't even get a <laughs> you can't even get a razor blade between that shit how'd you do that bro i don't know i was fucking blackout <laughs> See, that's <laughs> it wasn't aliens it was just blackout drunks wake up like oh my god i think we built a pyramid last like, night fuck how do we do that and like i don't know and then they just start raving because alien bone music starts coming in <laughs> they're like what the fuck is going on they're like i don't know did we build the pyramids fucking... <laughs> alien bone that's how they fucking kept themselves entertained they're like Yo, we know being a slave fucking sucks, but here's beer and alien bone music. Dude, maybe the pyramids were reflective the way they were because the the UFO just needed to float above the pyramid, shine it straight down on that shiny marble, and then it blasted all the alien bone music around the Pyramid of Giza so that it got everybody infected by the alien bone music so everybody was just fucking partying, dude. Dude, that's why there's, like, all those random-ass, like, holes and shit and fucking pyramids. It's not, like, trap doors or, like, mazes. It's fucking, it's acoustics, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're blasting out music. Dude, I actually have heard that, like, inside of the pyramid is, like, like acoustically perfect, too. <laughs> dude, that's what, okay, that, it is, like, it's, I don't know, fucking pyramids are, like, I'm not an aliens built a pyramids guy, but, like, I, like, it's not one of my big ones. But it is like a held belief of mine. But if somebody was like, actually, here's some reasons why, I'd be like, that makes sense. But it's it's on the same level of like fucking Mothman for me, where it's like, it's just a held belief because it's more fun to fucking believe it. But like, also, it is just a, like a baffling thing. The fact that we have this crazy situation and we have no idea how we fucking did it. I, I agree, man. I, I don't I I don't want to believe that aliens built the pyramids but it's like holy fuck it's the biggest feat of all of mankind like of the history of mankind for sure like how the fuck for anything yeah 
Like, we couldn't build that today. And that's the craziest thing to me, is that the, the precision that they had was unbelievable. And it's like, man, I don't know. I guess, like, like you got to give it to them. you got to believe in humans or maybe aliens I mean, did it. <laughs> I think that's why, like, I, like again, it's it's such precision and, like, that like there's like just the tools that they had access to like just, like i don't know man. like it, it just it doesn't add up the way that people try to explain it even if like they try to explain it it still comes down to like okay i hear what you're saying but like do you realize the fucking scale of what you're saying is like that's also insane i personally think that the pyramids were just built a lot longer uh before we thought they were built and i i'm under the impression that there might well, have that's been actually like a, been proven yeah well I'm saying, like, I think there might have been, like, a un, there's, like, an unknown origin story to our human race where we had, like, maybe we had, like, a pretty advanced civilization that could make the pyramids, and then they just kind of disappeared, and all their shit just went away yeah. due to erosion and That's stuff. That's some Graham Hancock yeah, shit. Yeah, man. I th- I don't know. I, th- I think, like, I think I've said this before. It's like, I don't know. He says a bunch of crazy shit, but, like, there's some stuff that I can't, that it's like, man, it's flown on the same brainwaves that I am. You know? It's like, fuck. May- maybe. Yeah. Well, no, it's. They also, they, like, carbon dated some, like, shit that was in between, <coughs> excuse me, it was, like, in between the, like, some of the stuff within the pyramids, or, like, some of the mortar or something like that, and it was, like, carbon dated way later than, like, what would have been er- the time earlier? in Egypt that we thought, yeah, it was, like, way yeah. earlier. Go, I just want to... Like, it was carbon dated, like, several thousand years before. Yeah, my, my, uh, my brain is thinking, like, 30,000 years or so for some reason, and I think that's, like, something to do with how... The, the pyramids are positioned, the Sphinx is positioned, juxtaposed to the suspicious weathering on the Sphinx, that if that is water erosion, then that should put the Sphinx's um, construction back like the 230, to either 10,000 or 30,000 years BC uh, right now. So it's like, fuck, man. Like, how do you explain that part? Like, why is the, why is the yeah. Sphinx so fucked up? And it was buried when we found it. And the it. way that the fucking... The way that the fucking t- uh, tips of the pyramids like pr- line up perfectly with I I can't remember what set of stars it is. Yeah. Like at a certain the point, like, maybe it lines know. up fucking exactly. Yeah, it's like it. There's just it's it, there's too many things going on with it that make me believe that like fucking Egyptian slaves could have fucking possibly like done that shit. Like it's the fucking world's greatest goddamn architects today with all the machinery and all the time in the world likely could not do that shit and we're gonna sit here and say like oh these people who had like more i think bronze like wasn't it bronze like was the fucking like egypt wasn't egypt a bronze age or am i fucking wrong i think on it was that? bronze age yeah like they did that shit with bronze yeah, and fucking it doesn't make sense like <laughs> like that's the other fucking crazy thing like the softest possible fucking metal and they were cutting through fucking stones to with the precision of lasers and also the some of the rocks that they were cutting into were almost as hard as diamonds yeah like are you fucking kidding me like it's insane and then they're all to the exact same fucking like specs and shit like that and they like perfectly fit it's so wild like there's no like i if it's not aliens i do not like there i like oh, I can accept maybe not aliens, but I re- I will not accept that it's Egy- like ancient like Egyptian slaves. I just I no, can't it doesn't do it. make like, sense. The time I, frame doesn't really make sense. It has to be just a monumental effort, and it's like how do you how do you convince? I mean slavery, whatever, but this is like a lot a long fucking time. How do you convince everybody to be okay with having these slaves? How is there not like a true re- revolt? How do how how is this never overthrown? I'm sure maybe in history there probably was slave revolts in in Egypt. But like, how do you keep? How do they? How does somebody not troll and just completely fuck up a pyramid on purpose? You know, 
How easy would that be? Just be like a few, yeah. like a hundred dudes are like, hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna fuck this thing up, dude, real fucking bad. It's like, what are they gonna do? Kill us? It's like, yeah, but it's like, fuck them. They've been working on this for four hundred years. We're gonna fuck it up so it never gets finished. Like, how do you prevent that? Well, it's it's also so funny because people are like, oh, they're burial chambers. It's like, dude, how do you know that these fucking Egyptians were just like, hey, this king died. Let's go put him in the fucking an alien bone music giant in god the speaker. <laughs> yeah, like let's go put him in the most like the most gigantic biggest part of our fucking life. That seems pretty important, and we don't know where it came from. You just as a human, like as a human point of view, like of hey, this seems important. We should put important people in there. That to me makes a lot more sense than let's build these giant fucking things as a tomb for this guy that fucking died. Like, yeah, I think they were moved into by the by the Egyptians that we know, and I think they took took uh, credit for it. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, like it's 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 just I don't know. It's I don't, like the for me aliens just makes it more fun because again, like there's also. The thing, the thing that makes it kind of weird though, or or like the fact that there are Egyptian hieroglyphs in there, that like kind of look like aliens, like they have like that yeah, weird shit weird? going on. So it's like, <laughs> so there is yeah. that. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's like a like, maybe maybe Egyptians did fucking meet aliens, but it had nothing to do with building the pyramids. It's just that that's where the fucking, maybe that's just dude. Maybe like previous like maybe like. Maybe it was aliens like had, were here on Earth before, and, like maybe the fucking like, maybe it's some of both. Like maybe there was a fucking race of human beings that just like got super fucking like maybe fucking magic is real and they fucking figured out magic and they fucked off into the stars and then they came back to see what the fuck happened to Earth and then they saw a bunch of fucking like monkey people <laughs> because like that's what, and then they were like hey monkey people uh, here's fire <laughs> yes and they were like hey monkey people uh. We're these fucking like beings of like manifestations of light and shit, and we live in the fucking space now. And they like, dude, like our fucking pyramids. And the, they were like, yeah, it's cool. Can we write about you on the walls? And they were like, I fucking yeah. Guess. Like, what is writing? Fuck That's... you. Everything's digital, isn't it? Yeah, they're like, sure, fucking draw on the walls. We <laughs> do not give a shit. Yeah, shut up and color. I don't give a fuck. I want. I want my uh, my um, fantasy that I just made up just now was that the the aliens are just flying through the galaxy, and then somebody's like, bro, hey, they got a big speaker down on that planet. And they just went down and started fucking blasting out alien bone music through the fucking pyramids, dude. That's why aliens showed up. Yeah, that's why that's, they're just giant fucking. They're just giant fucking speakers. <laughs> like, bro, how do they know about speakers? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Let's fucking blast them with some music, though. These guys need to dance. Blast them with that fucking alien bone music, it's boy. Like they have slaves. They need to fucking wake up. Let's play in some fucking dubstep. <laughs> Goddamn. Some bitch. Fucking. Uh, well, so, I feel like I that's a good one. That's about as logical of a conclusion as we're going to fucking come to <laughs> logical conclusion to that entire. If you skip from the first 10 minutes to now, the logical conclusion to that entire thing was that aliens discovered Earth because the pyramids are actually just giant speakers and conduits for alien bone music. It's, it's all alien bone music and it's all the fucking <laughs> bell, Witch. it's always the bell, Witch. that. Everything is the Bell Witch. We still need to fucking get some Bell Witch t-shirts. Oh, we do. We do. We do. Yeah, we have merch. I think we're good with our first batch, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. By the time that this comes out, hopefully our new Empty Parlor merch will be available. So that will be our first batch, and we'll see how that goes. And then eventually, if those have a good fucking turnout, maybe we'll get some more insider joke stuff. But right now, we just have three designs, I believe, of our fucking empty parlor are those going to come out uh well i know that she sent them to you with, in, on the shirt already do you need her sent to send you this just like the image this? oh yeah no she sent the she sent the image and the, the shirt just, okay like, cool. she did both Fuck so yeah. 
Those are all on there. So those, well, hopefully by the time that this episode drops, will be available. Fucking right, man. Yeah, we should have some pretty dope ass, some pretty dope merch. Caitlin is a really good designer, and we've been talking her up this whole time. You've probably seen her design of our empty parlor logo, but if you haven't, for whatever reason, go to our merch store on punninggame.com. Click on the hamburger, then click on Pun and Game Shop, and you should be able to see our new merchandise. That's all. That's all I got. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, and as always make sure you're going over to punninggame.com where you can find such podcasts as fun pun gaming not worth the time and of course my personal favorite who gives a f as well as returning classic things about stuff and no rational thought as well as my two archived podcasts the grove and monster jamboree and you know it you love it this podcast dropping every tuesday the empty parlor with myself and jeff dropping every tuesday i already said that and also please make sure to check out lamb like the animal on youtube for stuff to drop every week i got lifestyle blog stuff i've got comedy advice i've got some other stuff coming i taught people how to make candy last week it's all it's all gonna be good well, not last week but you know time is time is difficult when you're fucking a podcaster y'all <laughs> at some point in the past so, matt uploaded a video yeah. check it out where I where I taught you how to make candy and it's good good good. Alrighty, well, thank y'all for listening. Thanks Goodbye. everyone. Bye bye. Fuck yeah.